There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes, welcome into another edition of Pick 6 on the Tim McKernan Show. This is, let me be honest with everybody here, this is a mess. Now, G-Unit is is flying high, a 5 and one week. Producer Joe, 3-3, three and three. he's holding the line, but the weatherman situation is now, is now dire. There's no, there's no way to candy coat this. He is 12, 18, and 2 on the year. And he issued a statement. And honestly, I don't want to read the whole statement. He issued a statement. Well, he, he always starts these things it's off. Like Here they are. He, he, so you can see it. He kind of kind of goes producer Joe with trying to justify things. And, and listen, you are what your record says you are, unfortunately. Now, he has himself as 12, 19, and 1. Uh, Gangster Pete has him at 12, 18, and 2. I have no idea. But this is what he has to say. Good morning. You are what your record says you are. 12, 19, and 1 in pick six, although Gangster Pete is giving him a half-game credit of 12, 18, and 2. On a typical college weekend, I play between 13 and 20 games, including about six or seven uh, on in-game. Add in five or so NFL games, so there's a lot of action. Last week, my official pick six selections went two and four. Is that correct? You got him at two, three, and one, though. Yeah, okay. he pushed the Vandy game. Okay. I figured it would have a 3-0 and start in the early games, and then the BYU and Vanderbilt covers fell apart. Nebraska and Nevada were dumpster fires. Yeah, Nebraska got shipped by Ohio State, and Nevada was, like, getting murdered. I don't know what the final was, but I saw that uh, uh, were dumpster fires. Of course, the other six picks that I sent along last week went 6-0. and I really just need to send you the winners up top. And I have a problem with that statement, G-Unit. I have a problem with that statement, Producer Joe. It's kind of like saying, yeah, but I am doing what— the weatherman was a phenomenon last year, but it's a mess right now. And I just, I almost didn't want to include that sentence. But since I do feel like this show is about people bitching about their bad beats more often than not, now the weatherman's doing it. Now I'm concerned. Well, now I'm concerned. Now I wonder if he's going to return to form. Did you mention those six picks that he's? Kind of- I may. Sometimes I'll just read the email and then I'll just go. And then also he likes this, this, this. Because I was saying to Pete, I was looking at his picks when I was looking at this. He had Nevada. Oh, we had Wisconsin. I remember because I was on, or not Wisconsin, Northwestern, and you said he likes that too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but his lock was Nebraska. He had Vanderbilt minus six, and that pushed. Uh, so I guess he thought he maybe had it at six and a half, and I think the line moved. Iowa undercovered. He had BYU who lost to Toledo, and BYU was a favorite. And then he, I didn't remember anything about Utah. I don't even know who the hell Utah played. He had Utah, and that one won. But I remember making a pick on Michigan because that was a game I loved. And so I, I go, I know he won Michigan. And then I looked at the picks, and I go, oh, he didn't pick Michigan. Then where in the hell did I get Michigan from? Because I, I bet on the Cardinals on Friday night thinking they would win without a problem. They lose that game. But what I was going to do was bet on the Cardinals and then take those winnings and bet on Michigan in the morning. And then it, then I, they lost, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to lose a bunch of money this weekend. So I guess that met, that might have been one of his other picks as well because I wouldn't have gotten that on my own. I wouldn't have known fucking Michigan was playing Rutgers. How the hell would I know that? But I loved it, and they won like 52 nothing. Well, he could fix it real quick. Just send his top six picks every week. Boom, Gangster P. I thought that's what he was doing. That's, I what, I, so that's what I would want anyway. Why would you send his well, like, I, I read B what pick. he sends. I, well, then now he titles it the official six. All right. So we'll have that. But either way, here's, here's reality. Gangster Pete has him at 12, 18, and 2. 
and then, I mean, nobody's over 500. Gee, you and I would have thought with a five in one week, you'd be over 500. Uh, producer Joe <laughs> is 14 and 16 and G unit with a five in one week. And you were undefeated going into something. Oh, you had the Bengals. So you didn't get a sweat out yeah. on the Monday night football game. Uh, 14 and 15. Well, how much money am I up? Uh, oh, this is your own guy. Yeah, thing. I don't know, even paying You're attention to this. He's had those UFCs. Yeah, he's had those UFC plus plus big number games. So let's let's uh, read the official scoring, which is G Unit, which was what I already up did. Up 130 dollars. Uh, Prod Joe minus 460, and Weatherman minus 900. Minus 900 dollars. Ouch. Well, that's the official score. I feel badly for the weatherman. I didn't expect 65%, but here's what I think. He was right about the weather. In where? <laughs> the Nevada game in Nevada. was way off, but the weather was right. Wrong about the, well, was the weather impact there? of the weather. Yeah. That's yeah. why we, we were really looking cold. at going out of town, and then I'm looking at the weather in, in Nevada, and there was like, I mean, it was going to be windy. I wouldn't have been able to play golf, so we didn't go. But um, taking a look at the weatherman, what? holy crap. I mean, and it's it's like he said, he's not even some of these aren't even close. I mean, the Nebraska thing and the Nevada thing were I don't know what the Nevada final wound up being, but it was like holy crap. A lot to a little. Yeah, man. So uh, I don't know. Tim, can, yes, can Tim. I ask you, do you remember last year when you officially started playing the weatherman's pick? About three like weeks to in, a month. I was in. in Mexico. I think I was in Mexico when you started or were in the process of doing it. I mean three weeks to a month in, I think. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, I thought it was in October uh, because, you know, samples and, and data, uh, the more that you've got, the more likely you are to be able to make an accurate representation uh, of what the weatherman did last year. And so I didn't know if it was week four, week five, whenever it happened to be. I'm just trying to, to October look at is it. when the weatherman's models really kick in. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, sure. I'm anxious. I didn't even read what he sent. I just read his statement this morning. I'm like, oh, don't do the thing where if I would have been these games in, I would have been, ah, I don't want it. I, I want him to get right. I get, But I, I worry because I imagine he's betting these games, and I'm just like, God, this has got to be brutal, you know? I mean, this is this is some losses here. So uh, either way, hopefully somebody gets on a heater. It's not like we were on a heater to start, and then the weatherman just got on a heater. Uh, so, G-Unit, you uh, at 5-1 and one last week, you have honors. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something, or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. But he's like, hey, just so you know, 
Uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just, it's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me. And I go, oh, it's James Carlton. Here, let me include him on the on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope he does okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments. So you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Thank you, Tim. Let's hear about the Carolina Panthers. Well, let me tell you, first of all, really quickly, with regard to that futures that I uh, shot out there <laughs> last week, um, bad time to buy that bet, it turns out, because the Browns uh, beat the shit uh, out of the Ravens. But um, just to show you, <laughs> yeah, so, so this would be a good time to buy the bet now. The Ravens are still favored to win the division, though. Uh, they're plus 100, and what did we get it at? Minus 160? Yeah, I think that's what you were talking Anyways, about. Anyways, those future bets, they're all about the timing. I'm not going to buy more of the Ravens because the odds are better, but I still like my odds to, to win that bet. But, yeah, it definitely went the opposite way that I expected. Um, I will say this. Co- coming into week four, I think generally the, the NFL lines makers are hitting their stride, and this probably lasts for four, six weeks where they're just – dominating the public. And last week was uh, Vegas's biggest week of the season, and they killed the public. So I expect much of the same, and that's why my bets, a lot of the the trends that I take are opposite the public. I, I pick my bets, and then I look at the public, and if anything is, is a public favorite, I cross it off my list. So that's where I am. First game in London, Tottenham... Hotspur Stadium. What? Raiders. Uh, yeah. Wow, here we go. Raiders. Plus five. There was already What did you say? Oh, they, what, they dropped Bayern, seven goals? No, By, Bayern Munich put seven on Spurs on Tuesday. Seven to two. In Bayern, a Champions Bayern Munich's game. my team. Is that really? Is that Bundesliga? Yeah. I've, I've been wow. to Munich, so uh, they're well, my team. I didn't know that my, they played. What, what circumstance would those two teams play? Uh, Champions League. It was uh, oh. group stage of the Champions League. Bayern Munich, yes, Tim, is from the Bundesliga. Yes. Spurs from the English Premier League. Uh, seven to two. Just an right. absolute ass power. Well, let's, let's try not to interrupt units' picks with soccer talk <laughs> anymore. All right. There we go. <laughs> I'm just joking, Joe. But, yeah, this isn't – did you know this game was being played in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Yes, because the joke was a touchdown's already been scored. That was your joke. No, that was the, the English joke, I believe, oh. is where I saw him. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe someone else told that joke. Uh, uh, Raiders good. Raiders <laughs> plus five and a half versus the Bears. Now this, I, I, I actually am uh, having uh, second guesses about this bet because to me it's so obvious. It's nothing better than a podcast with guys who are 500 below 500 second guessing their, their picks. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming off five and one, so let's, let's, let's look at the Yeah, you have a lot of equity built up over the last year and a half. <laughs> this seems so obvious to me, but the, the, the Bears are a 71% public bet, so... I kind of love it, really. I mean, I'm doubting because it's so obvious. But you but, just said you're having second thoughts, and now you're saying you kind of love it. Well, I love it because <laughs> my initial inclination is opposite the public's. But it, it's it's so 
clear to me it, that it, it's a little scary. But the Chase any, Daniel era now. Well, that's the thing. I love Chase, and I, I think he's so competent, and I and I think that he is is he's, I think he should be a starter, at least should have been a starter for much of his career. But this is a bad week to take over the the reins of an al- already struggling offense, in my opinion. I mean, the the trip to London is not easy. The, the whole sleep situation is difficult, and you got all the other distractions going on, and he's got to uh, get on the same page as all of his, his receivers and, and linesmen, and then you got this whole goofy Hotspur Stadium. And the Raiders have not been playing bad. Uh, they, they had a great win at Indiana last week. So I just like the Raiders to, to at least cover and probably win this game. Still five and a half, right, Pete? Yes, sir. Cincinnati Bengals minus three at Arizona Cardinals. Well, you like these Bengals this year. Bengals and Panthers. Boy, they, the sure, cat family. they sure paid off on Monday Night right. Football for them. You know, so I'm in a, a, another contest. It's called Pick 6, but we do it on, on a website, and it's 10 bucks a week, you know. Uh, and then the, you get the pool of the money mm-hmm. split amongst all these people. So there's there's like 760 people in it. I'm in fourth place. Fourth. That's, that's like top what? I don't know, 0.25% or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's but anyways, nice. I had five right last week going into Monday Night Football, and I would have won 1800 bucks. Oh, but the Bengals got Did you hedge? Did you put 900 on the— <laughs> You know, it's funny you say that because I, I I was sitting at a bar with somebody who, when they went up 3 nothing, they go, dude, you got to hedge now. You Absolutely. Gotta, you get a sweet spot. Absolutely. And I, and I go, no, I'm, well, I'm not a pussy. I'm going to let it ride. So not only did I let that bet ride, but my hedge was midway through the second half when I took the over at 40 and a half. So oh, only no. only unit can turn a 50-50 chance at 1800 bucks into a minus 100. But you can guarantee <laughs> you had a 100% chance on 900. I know, I didn't I know. Yep. I know, that's what I'm saying. O- o- only only an idiot like me can can mm. do that. So and I then act- actually wind up being negative. Yeah. Perfect. So, but anyways, that's uh, part of the reason why I'm taking Cincinnati this week, as bad as they looked in Monday Night Football, this is the, the pinnacle of the zigzag theory. I, I mean, everyone saw that game, and boy, did they look terrible. And uh, I think that that's great for our line. I don't think that a neutral field, Arizona and Cincinnati, are a pick and that's what this line says. I think that Paul Brown Stadium is a better-than-average home field, and... Arizona's been blowout the last few weeks at home. Now they got to travel to this this tough stadium. Uh, I really like Cincinnati, and the, and the proof of the zigzag theory: seventy four percent of the public is on the Cardinals. But why? I, I mean, there's there's just no reason other than that Monday Night Football debacle that Cincinnati just participated in. Uh, and the only like opponent this season: Cincinnati lost by one at Seattle. Arizona just lost by seventeen at home. So there you go. Chargers minus six and a half versus Denver. Flacco, terrible. Chargers only lose uh, to good teams and in close games. They uh, 27-20, 13-10, 30-24 in overtime. I mean, they only play close. They only play close games. And obviously, when they lose, they only lose close games. But uh, their only blowout's been against a terrible team, Miami. Last week, 30-10 to 10 on the road. I expect that. The same thing here. Probably a 30-10 to 10 score around that area. The motivation for Denver's probably about the same as Miami's at this point, which is pretty hard to believe. Chargers minus 6.5. Indiana, Sunday night at Kansas City. Love the Colts here. The Colts only play close games. 
24 19-17, 30-24 in overtime. And Kansas City has shown some 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 signs of vulnerability here the last few weeks, barely getting by Detroit and Baltimore the week before that. 59% of the public's on the Chiefs. Love Indianapolis to cover 11 points. It'll be a touchdown game one way or the other. And for my fifth pick, I'm going to our MMA professional. Ooh. And I'll tell oh, you, wow. this, per, undefeated. This, this piques my attention because this this might be something I might start betting on. Yeah, you know, and, and it, it's it's just amazing. That pick that I just kind of tipped last week because the line had moved and he didn't want to take it. Of course, that covered. Um, and he had it when it was plus and then it went to minus. But they the guy won, Mahmoud Medvedov or whatever his name was. Right. Right. This pick is Bobby Whitaker, minus 120, I believe, gangster. Is that, I think that's accurate. Although the line's been yep, minus 120. moving all over. And I've got, I actually have his, uh, his discussion here on this pick. Whitaker hasn't lost since 2015. He's in his prime. He's fighting a guy with a really exciting style who the UFC has marketed heavily. So the public loves him, but the hype train is officially out of control, in my opinion. Izzy is undoubtedly a super talented striker, but in his last fight against Kevin Gasolum, who is an undersized basic pressure boxer, his opponent was able to get inside on Izzy on more than one occasion. Bobby closed his distance much faster, is stronger, has a longer reach, has fought better guys, and hits harder. He's also headlining the card in his home country, Bobby Whitaker, minus 120. That's a huge winner right there. Well, I have to play it. All right, G-Units picks are in. Minus is locked. Producer Joe, the floor is yours. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. You can, plenty of people can know but cares, and Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314 314- 889-0503, that's 314-889-0503, or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Dot com. All right. Uh, I'm going to start out in college. I will uh, proudly take the uh, Golden Knights of Army getting three points at home against the Green Wave in Tulane, the fourth rushing offense in the country. I really, really like. They're Army getting two and a half, Joe. Started. We got to move. We got a line move. Ah, man. Just this morning it was at three. I, I, I will still take it at two and a half. I think they went outright. So I'm all right there. Uh, next up, I. I kind of want to like punch myself in the face, but the one with the G unit mm-hmm. not not on the Panthers. I am. I will take the Panthers at home, laying three and a half against the Jaguars. I like the fact that the uh, the fourth yards uh, fourth and yards are allowed on the ground. They're going to force Gardner Minshew to throw the ball. I like the Panthers this week, and I like Kyle Allen. I, I'll be honest with you, I like Kyle Allen. Uh, next up, Score Fest coming up. Uh, UCF Cincinnati over the 60 points there. What I believe to probably be the best game of the weekend. There was a time when Georgia and Tennessee, people actually cared about it. Uh, Tennessee sucks and Georgia's going to thump them. But uh, game of the week, Auburn at Florida. 
I'm going to take the road favorite here. I like Auburn, and I like Auburn a lot, uh, laying the two-and-a-half against Florida. Uh, I believe at this point Florida might have the second or third longest win streak in the country. Uh, I don't think they've lost since Missouri beat them last year, I believe. But that ends this weekend. I'm going to lay the two-and-a-half with Auburn. Love that. And then I'm going to go – what's that? I love that one. Yeah, I like I like oh, Auburn. I was actually thinking that, too. I don't even know. I haven't looked at the sheet. The uh, weatherman picked it, but I like Auburn, too. That could be a curse. And, now we might be. And, uh, I love it too. I am, <laughs> thanks. I've got I've got everybody's seal of approval, and which means Florida's going to win by three yep, touchdowns. Agreed. We're done. Uh, 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 my final game. I'm going to go under 47 and a half with Iowa and Michigan. It's a weatherman kind of play there. All right, producer yeah, Joe yeah. is in the books. Here is the weatherman. He's issued his statement. Can he write the ship, or was the weatherman a one-hit wonder? The official six, Kansas State, minus one versus Baylor. This is the standard case of overreactions on two teams from last week. Kansas State lost at Oklahoma State, which was no surprise. Baylor hung on to beat Iowa State, 97-degree heat. Now the market says that Baylor is the better team on a neutral field, which is not correct. Give me Kansas State, who has looked strong in every game, even last week's loss. Kansas State wins this by 7-14 to 14 points. Iowa, Michigan, under. There it is. I know, I know, another under pick on Iowa. The Hawkeyes went over against Miami of Ohio, but have gone under on Rutgers, Iowa State, and barely on Middle Tennessee State last week. Iowa has one goal on the road against teams like Michigan. Shrink the game and be within a possession with 10 minutes left. Iowa's corners are back. They'll run the ball, with while Michigan will also struggle to run the ball. I'd be surprised if this goes above 37 points. Auburn, Florida. Under 48. I really like Florida if it is plus three. Wow, so there he is. He's on Florida. If this game is Florida plus two and a half, then I'll probably pass. Then I'll personally pass. Depends on the number. Auburn is 5-0 and against the spread. The Florida quarterback situation confirms me, concerns me, but I'm not that worried about the under. Let's look at Florida's totals so far this year. Miami, 44. UT Martin, 45. Kentucky, 50, which was fluky. Tennessee, 37. Towson, 38. And this one's 48. I can't see Florida getting more than 17 points. Virginia Tech, Miami, under 47. These are two horrendous offenses. There's also part of me that will personally play Virginia Tech plus 13 and a half, but I won't put that in my pick six. Tech is 0-4 against the spread, and we all saw them get embarrassed last week at home 45-10 to to Duke. The only way this goes over is if it goes to OT at 13-13. Miami's offense line, offensive line is a mess, and Tech played three quarterbacks last week. And, oh, my God, it's come to this. Sunday, WNBA, Washington, <laughs> Washington oh, Connecticut, Game 3, no. over Please, 175. I wouldn't break out WNBA if it wasn't a beautiful play. Game 1 total, 181. <laughs> Game two total 186. <laughs> Both those totals are 170 to 171, so they covered easily. The Mystics, that's Washington, averaged 92 points per game over the last 10 games. Oh, no. I don't even know how to find <laughs> WNBA I have to tell lines. you something. I, I, I don't know if I've ever known a piece of news in the WNBA, but I happened to have Sports Center on last night, and I saw that Elena Deladon's out. And, and is she not? I mean, she's like the MVP, and she's on one of those two teams, and I would imagine that factors in. Hey, but you know what? The weatherman says it. I'm just giving his picks. What, what's the line? I'm just going to trust him. On 175. Oh, you're going to bet this? No, I'm just writing it down. Oh, okay. I don't I even know, know if you can bet lines. this. You're saying that WNBA is not bettable? 
no, no. In the for the contest purposes, yeah, you go to scores and odds. But I don't know if if, if we can on our on our service. But uh, here's what I do it. know from the weatherman's perspective: <laughs> is, is ridiculous as ridiculous as it is that it, he took a WNBA pick for our contest. <laughs> My understanding is that sharps bet WNBA regularly. Really? That that is the, the where the the most money to be made is. Really? It, other than the NFL, if you're a sharp, yeah. It's the NFL. The NFL is NFL is, NFL preseason actually. If you're a sharp, NFL preseason and WNBA and then NFL regular season. That, really? That's my understanding. I thought NFL was the toughest thing to make money on for guys like us. Yeah. But for the guys that are out there, you know, doing it for a living. Really? What get, were the teams in that game? Uh, uh Washington and Connecticut. Okay. Husky on Husky. Uh so there it is. Wow, it's come to that. That's an eye-opening moment in Pick 6 history. Uh G unit your lock. Well, that really threw me off because that was actually going to be my pick. That was going to be your pick. <laughs> well, I'm not going to make this my lock just because most people wouldn't have listened to this uh, this show before the game goes off. But I, I love the Cardinals at plus 125 today, St. Louis Cardinals baseball team. Really? And I will bet against them in game two. Uh, really? Yeah, so the win today. Maybe you have some kind of inside information. <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I do. I can't divulge what I know, but uh, that, that's what that's what I think will happen. So Cardinals plus 125. I like Seattle tonight. I've been going back and forth on this. I think it's going to go over, but my my lock uh, is, is the Seahawks to uh, is it one or one and a half? One and a half. See one that? One and a half. That's shitty because I really uh, I really think you know what? Maybe I'll take a money line. What is that? Minus one twenty five. Yep. Because this could be a close game. I mean, for some so reason then you're making your lock. Uh, oh yeah, well, decide, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, money line, money line. Seattle minus one twenty-five tonight, Thursday night football. I, I, I just think the Rams are uh, not as good. And this, I've said this earlier on the pod, they're not as good as they, everyone thinks they are. And then Tampa Bay sure showed them uh, last week. And I think Tampa Bay's got a lot in pub, in common on offense as Seattle does. Tough to play in Seattle. There you go, uh, producer Joe. Uh, I hope everybody played my soccer game last week, Leicester and Newcastle. We are going to dip our uh, our pens back Princess into the up. Newcastle ink. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. I, did I miss the joke? <laughs> There's that clip of Mike Francesa calling into a show, and he just keeps pressing buttons while he's talking, and for whatever reason, your buttons were pressing. Oh, it's weird. Uh, uh, I'm going over Newcastle and Manchester United on Sunday, two and a half, over the two and a half. God, it's the same fucking pick every week. It's a, it's it's a, it's whatever games on TV and you bet the over. It's like my dad in the NBA minus one twenty. Yep. Tim, Tim, I, I think right now you get at least five games uh, per weekend that are on television. So uh, you've got over half of the league is definitely on television on NBC. Well, then I would like to apologize NBC. for not knowing the Premier League's television schedule. That is on me. That is on me. It is, Actually, well, that's why it's so popular with the young tykes in America. They get up early and they watch. Uh, they watch it, and God bless. I'm happy about it. I, I, it's just like I yep. could. I could pick your pick before you give your pick. Just like you can always pick that the weatherman's going to pick an under on an Iowa or Iowa State game. All right, here is uh, the weatherman's uh, lock: Washington Stanford under 52. Stanford is down about three levels from the past few years on offense. Now they're trying to bleed out every game, 17 to 10. On top of this, Washington just wants to get out with a victory as they're in a tough stretch. Next week at Arizona, they have the Heat and then home against Oregon. If Washington gets up 14 nothing or 14-3 early, they'll also bleed the clock. I love this under. 
52. Can the weatherman right the ship? He was so upset this past week, and I said, dude, if you don't want to keep doing this, it's fine. I mean, nobody knows his name. I know his name. Joe, you might know his name. Um, I do. But, uh, you know, so it's not like it's he like can't go public out like embarrassment. No, way. no I, well, I just, I, I offered it because he does send over a bunch, and he details it with all these paragraphs, and I'm like, I'll be... I had some guy text me or email me like on a Sunday, just like, God, how... first off, nobody listens to the podcast here. The weatherman pick games. I want to hear you pick games. I'm like, why would you, who gives a shit who's picking? If you're, if the thing, if the guy's given winners, whether it's me, Joe or G unit, that's what people care about. So people were listening last year to hear this guy, even though nobody was here. And they're like, and I know personally of 23 people who stopped listening to TMA because of the plow boy. And I'm like, what made you send this over at oh <laughs> like two in the afternoon, you know, on a Sunday? Wait, was that you, Joe? <laughs> no, no. Not me. Well, that's the thing. I think Joe's the only personality that people listen to this podcast for. I mean, I'm people- just I'm just at this moment totally and and if I would have won in that first week where I bet a bunch of games but I lost, and I'm like, fuck, why do I do this to myself? So now I'm not allowing myself to bet unless I win, like, the first thing, like, last week against the Cubs. If the Cardinals would have won that, then I would add some money to play with, and I would have played with it. But I'm not going to, like, allow myself to lose a few hundred dollars on a weekend where I'm like, God, you know, what the hell did I just do to myself? You guys are better at that than me. I tip my cap. It's, it's a hell of a lot more fun to watch sports when you're emotionally invested. I get it. But now with a... You know, I know you have kids, G-Unit, but I mean, now with a kid, I'd rather just like spend the time playing golf or being with my wife and son. So I'm just not like, I don't want to sit there and get in a bad mood over, you know, Nevada fucking up against Hawaii, you know? So I just don't want to do it because it's not like if I won $200, I go, sweet, now I can do something I couldn't do before. But if I lose $200, I'm like, fuck, I lost $200. Juice isn't worth the squeeze. That's where I am. I want to get to a point. Maybe I should just bet like 10 bucks, but then I won't care. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I'm I'm detached. But here I got a guy who certainly studies it. The problem is he does. He's all, he's just a fucking mess. Total downturn. But there's I mean, there's no way that it's going to continue like this. That's why if he quit now, he'd really kind of be screwing. Oh, us yeah, but I, I, he didn't talk about quitting. I offered it to him because I felt badly that he was taking all this yeah. time. And he's like, no, 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 I want to do it. I'm like, all right, God bless. Because I didn't know if he's like, yeah, I'm a mess. Well, last right season now. was unbelievable. I mean, that, yeah. that was off the charts. But he said that he historically, what was he at? 55. Yeah, that he wasn't anything special. 50, but 55 you know, is still great. No, but I think he had at least a season, at least maybe the season before 55, but mm-hmm. in between 50 and 55. So not showing off, but certainly not falling behind. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're 65% consistently you're not living you know in the midwest you're enjoying yourself uh unless you love being a weatherman uh, perhaps he really just enjoys meteorology uh producer joe any other final thoughts here ryan kelly's the home loan expert and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the tim mckernan show without him we don't have a podcast so make sure you're supporting our sponsor ryan kelly the home loan expert.com and with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Uh, no, you know. You want to talk about Iggy or Plowboy or maybe Pissed at Gangster <laughs> Pete over something? No, I, I, I don't think I've ever been angry at Gangster Pete about anything. Likewise, uh, player. Likewise, play. Yeah, you know, last week uh, a sixty-year-old man <laughs> from Twitter and <laughs> used vulgarities. Like, seriously, the only thing that would have made it tougher and cooler is if he wouldn't have, have at 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 Prod Joe'd me and just would have done it. So what he said? Uh, Fuck you, at Prod Joe. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> was this on, was this on, it, Twitter? It was on Twitter? That's all he said. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a weird thing. You That's know? Like, great. That is a guess, getting to the point. This is a this is a mid sixties year old gentleman uh, who gets so butthurt about being absolutely worthless to the world. Uh, that that's what he wants to do. And, Did you, you respond know, to the tweet? No, God, no. What do I get from responding? Nothing. How many likes Zero. did the I, tweet I, get? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw the tweet, and I'm like, ah, okay. Angry man's really understanding the fact that he is worthless and uh, does very very little actual work. Uh, and I know it. Like that's the beautiful part of it. Like I worked with him, so I know it. How do you know Iggy hasn't changed, though? Iggy, Iggy's... Yeah, he might be churning out bits left and right. No, I listen to the show. I'm well aware of it. And, uh, and so, like, I know, I know what it is. But now the fun part is, like, legitimately, I heard about four minutes of the show today, and it was like, Jack Nicholson never drove the ball 300 yards. And he speaks in absolutes, and then he moves goalposts. Well, it was wind-aided, which course was he at, like... Don't speak in absolutes. You figure by your age you would realize there's a way to handle these things. But he doesn't. And, you know, God bless him. Congratulations. At some point, maybe, you know, you'll retire. Doubtful. But uh, it, he gets so angry and butthurt. And then if you can't manage to put together questions for a trivia competition that are 100% right, like, hey, here's the question, here's the answer. And then, and then you like, ah, who cares? Like, all he does is just like, shrug things up. Ah, who cares? It's a trivia competition. Ah, who cares this or who cares that? Like, it takes all of about a minute and a half to search for a quiz. Great, found it. Then go pressure test the answers. That's it. Take the question, Google it, see what comes up, and make sure that it's right. I mean, honestly, do you not have 15 minutes of your time to be able to do that? But everything is just like, ah, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I mean, then why do it at all? It makes you look like a buffoon. But he's become so used to looking like a buffoon, I guess he's just numb to it at this point. You know what's funny is that is before we started, Joe said a, a time that he had to get out of here. But and we're 10 minutes past. And it, it's only not, because, because of Iggy of talk. Iggy talk. Yep. Anything on the plow it's hockey not. was off today. <laughs> uh, well, the plow back. I love you, Pride Joe. Uh, but, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound effect? Like a chicken or something. All right, uh, producer yeah. Joe, wonderful takes. Once again, it's the over on Leicester City and Newcastle. No, Manchester. Last, last week, last week was Leicester City. This week, it's Manchester United and Newcastle. There it is. Uh, G Unit, you picked a WNBA game. No, that was I did. My that guy. was Weatherman. Yeah, <laughs> that was you. Let me give you a last last second tip. Oh, what do we have? Over on sacks tonight, five and a half. Uh, in that NFL game. Oh, you got game. a prop bet for us. Seattle and, and the Rams over five and a, I, I think that. Uh, both quarterbacks may be sacked five times. Huh. Yeah, that? I like that play, actually. Thank right. you. Action coming in. And, Producer Joe, where are you? I know you've got Atlanta ties, and you believe in the Cardinals' curse of the Rascal Flats ever since game, what, four of the 2013 World Series that they will not win another World Series. Yeah, that seems about <laughs> right. Although although I am surprised that uh, Moneyline for the series only plus 120 for the Cardinals. Wow. Minus 140. Uh, I was hoping that the Cardinals would be a little bit higher in that circumstance, but they are not. Oh, you would take the Cardinals? I would, yeah. I, I do like the Cardinals. I think something might be off with Freeman. I th that's what I'm keeping an eye on. And now I guess i got to keep yep. an eye on Flaherty, based on Gordon Gecko yep. here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll, be watch I'll be watching game two quite attentively at Freddie Freeman in game one. All right, Producer Joe, G Unit, Gangster Pete, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff as always. Thank you, boys. There it is, another edition. Hey. Uh, do, you have, do you have something else you'd like to share? Do you have a prop back of your right. own? 
No, I was just saying goodbye. Oh, Thanks okay. Me. I didn't know. I thought I didn't want to make sure. There, you go. there goes producer Joe. For uh, producer Joe there on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines. For uh, Gangster Pete on the ones and twos for G-Unit. I'm Tim McKernan from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It's another magical edition of Pick 6 in the books here on the Tim McKernan Show.